the testimony that's going to be shared tonight from the Itaewon campus. Itaewon, Itaewon, where you at? You know, maybe after this retreat, we'll just invent a new Philly sign. How about that? You know, because we got our Itaewon sign. We need a sign for the whole, the whole house. Amen. Okay, only five of y'all want that. That's fine. We'll keep our sign, Itaewon. We'll keep it. But the testimony tonight is a powerful, powerful story that God has written in our Itaewon community. Uh, God has been doing uh, some amazing things at our Itaewon campus, and we're continuing to see growth. And last year, we were praying as a community specifically for God to bring in leaders, for God to bring in people that he would change overnight and do a powerful work in. And then last year, last spring, right before the churchwide retreat, God started bringing in people. And over the past year, just been changing lives radically. And the story tonight is she came to New Philly last year, right before the churchwide retreat. She'll share a lot about it. She is so talented, so skilled. She's an artisan. She gets on stage and does amazing things. And God's done an amazing work in her life. So let's just give it up for our sister Delia Nugent. Who's going to come up here right now. Come on. Yeah, Delia. What's up, New Philly? Oh, it's bright up here. All right. Um, my name is Delia. I'm an active leader at uh, New Philadelphia Itaewon. Uh, and tonight, I just I want to share my story with you, and I hope that you'll be blessed by it um, and the story that God has written in my life. So before coming to Korea, I was at a place in my life where things were dry, uh, almost dead, really. I was unmotivated to do much of anything. I floated through life as if I was on autopilot. And God and I both knew that I needed a change uh, to be shaken up a bit, so he brought me to Korea. My first day at New Philly, I was taken aback by how open and genuine everyone was. And that Sunday, Pastor Marcus gave a hard-hitting direct message on church discipline, specific for the members of the house. But as I sat there as a newcomer, I knew that God was calling me to become a part of this community. And that was both scary and exciting. I mean, I knew why I had ultimately come to Korea, but I didn't think the process would start that soon. Thought I had some time. (laughs) You see, I had lived a majority of the past 14 years of my life emotionally closed off. I didn't have a difficult childhood. My family is amazing, and I love them more than anything. But at the time, I suffered with feelings of inadequacy, being left out and overlooked by both my family and my friends. I began to believe the lies that I had no value, that I wasn't important, and that no one cared. And the pain of those lies and the isolation that I felt began to take its toll. I fell into a habit of cutting myself off from others and ultimately my own thoughts and emotions. I claimed solitude as my love language, though that's technically not one of the five love languages. <laughs> but my constant and deep z- desire for solitude came from a place of fear and not one of peace. It hurt too much to think about the lies that had become truths in my life, so I stopped thinking. I used self-mutilation to help draw the pain away from my heart. Somehow, I thought that it justified the pain that I was feeling. And when it was all too consuming, I used movies and TV as a way of escape. I used to journal a lot, 
But journaling meant thinking, thinking meant feeling, and feeling was the last thing that I wanted to do. So I shut down. I went through the motions at church, at work, with my friends, and even with my family. And sure, there were times of happiness and laughter, but to be honest, most of the last 14 years is a blur. I became quite the expert in covering up and being closed off that nothing lingered for me. Every emotion that I felt would flicker away and I would go numb. But God remained and started to pry open the doors of connection and vulnerability. Upon coming to New Philly, he slowly led me to open up to people. I surprised even myself seeing my desire to break through the haze of numbness and isolation grow, but I just didn't know how. Last year at the churchwide retreat, I was anticipating God to move radically in my life, and he did. I experienced him like never before and was so incredibly blessed. Shortly after, through the encouragement of my small group leader, Shelly Mitchell, I went through healing and deliverance with Pastor Sky, and addressed all the hurt, pain, and guilt that I had harbored for so long. It was a powerful time, and for the first time in a long time, my desire for God outweighed my desire to hide from the pain. I was free, new, strong, and powerful, but that shadowy haze was still there. I was still having difficulty connecting, and emotions still came and went. But there was a hunger inside that wasn't going away. I wanted more. I wanted everything that God had for me. While preparing for our Itaewon leadership retreat later that fall, we were called to a media fast. No problem, I thought. I can fast from TV and movies and Facebook for a week. No problem. (laughs) But the night before the retreat, Cassandra, my new small group leader, challenged me to continue the fast past the retreat. For how long? I asked, and she replied, the rest of the year. Yeah, y'all know how long that was. (laughs) Everything in me wanted to run away and say, no, forget it, you're crazy, I hate you. (laughs) Which I did say to Cassandra multiple times. I'm sorry, Cassandra, by the way. Um, but, But despite my kicking and screaming, I knew God was speaking directly through her, so I agreed. Through the fast, I realized how much of a stronghold TV and movies had in my life. I used to watch TV about five to six hours a day, at least 35 hours a week. That's like a full-time job. Um, I had used media to essentially turn myself off from the world. It had become my crutch and my hiding place for 14 years. No media meant that not watching a movie or episode after episode after episode of a TV show to avoid my emotions allowed God no longer to be an option in my life. He had free and clear access to me, and I had to listen. I had to think. I had to feel. And it hurt. It sucked. I cried every day for the first three weeks. Literally, Cassandra had to keep replenishing my tissue stop. Every sermon and message I heard seemed to be aimed right at me. I felt raw and exposed, and to be honest, I felt like I was going to go crazy. At times, the intimacy that I experienced with God was so intense, it scared me. But whenever he brought up past hurts, he always poured out his love for me, revealing who he was and covering me in the process. When I thought I was going to lose it because I was feeling so much all at once, he said an encouraging word, smile, hug, or prayer 
sometimes all of the above, through the New Philly family. Now, it's possible that I could have worked through all of this back home, but I know that God desired for me to be part of New Philly because he wanted me to become a part of a community where intimate connections with one another is life-giving. And that's what I've experienced these last few months, life. Don't get me wrong, I still love a good movie and my TV shows, (laughs) but they're no longer a stronghold, barring me from connection with the world around me, the people I love, and God, who loves me. I'm like a little kid now. I'm experiencing all these new things and feelings and emotions for the first time, and I'm so excited for more. And there's a song that I declare over my life now. It says, where would I be if not for your grace, carrying me in every season? You came to my rescue, and I want to thank you for your grace that restores, grace that redeems, grace that releases me to worship, grace that repairs visions and dreams, grace that releases miracles. I have been restored, I have been redeemed, and I have been released to worship. God loves me, and for the first time in forever, I can feel it. Thank you.